Welcome to Bougie Bits, your weekly dose of the most captivating moments from my favorite episodes. Pretty much the advice you need, but you don't want to hear. You can find the full episode link in the show notes, and please don't forget to leave a five-star rating and a review if you're enjoying the podcast. And one more thing, don't forget to keep your standards high. A lot of girls who write to me, they know that their relationship wasn't what it was supposed to be. They know they deserve better, but they're still struggling and they, they just can't find a way to heal. Mm-hmm. So looking back, you were, you know, traveling through Europe and you were having your self-discovery. But is there something that you can say what helped you in your healing journey? Yeah, I think meeting yourself where you're at every single day. So there are days where you are going to be really, really low and feel like shit. And there are days when you're going to feel like you've taken five steps forward and days where you feel like you've taken 10 steps back. And all of those days are okay. You have to be willing to meet yourself where you are and be compassionate and have grace for yourself every single day. For me, on my Eat, Pray, FML trip, there were days where I would stay at the location I was staying and write for five hours and drink tea and cry. And there were days where I would go out and meet people and drink and like party And both of those were okay. And both of those were parts of my healing. So whatever you have to do to make yourself start feeling better is what you should be doing. And I think what's so different about the book and why it's like taken off and resonated with people the way it has is like it feels like you're reading like a fun Netflix show. Like you feel like you're sitting down and having a bottle of wine with me and like I'm just telling you about Mm -hmm. my drama that happened across Europe. But because I'm doing so much of my own healing and talking about different things that I've uncovered and how I'm healing those, you're really healing along with me. So it's really like a self-help book in disguise that doesn't feel like this is how you heal yourself. This is how you love yourself. Mm -hmm. But it is teaching you Mm -hmm. and giving you all of those gifts. When it comes to, you just mentioned loving yourself, if somebody is struggling with self-love or maybe the relationship they had, or maybe it doesn't even have to be a relationship, maybe they just don't feel confident. Do you have any advice for women? How can they build their confidence? Yeah. So I went on this trip and was like, I have to figure out how to love myself. And that's such a phrase that's thrown around so freely. And I was like, okay, I keep hearing, you know, you have to love yourself before you can love someone else. Loving yourself is the most important thing you Mm -hmm. can do. And I'm like, all right, guys, I'm ready to do that. Can anyone fucking tell me how? And nobody had an answer for me. And I was like, I'm on this quest of this mythical self-love thing. And when I look in the mirror and try and be like, I love you, Gabrielle, I felt like a fucking idiot and was like, there's got to be more to it than this. So I kept searching on this trip for like what it meant to love myself and how to do that. I figured it out when I came back from my trip, which why it's is why it's written about in the epilogue of Eat, Pray, FML. But when I came back, I fell into a really big depression because I was like I stepped off the carousel and was like, well, now you're 28, divorced, back at mom's house. What now? And I fell into a really big depression. And to pull myself out of that, I ended up sitting down and writing a list of things that I was capable of doing every day that made my soul feel better. And for me specifically, that was eating healthy, going to the gym, meditating, creating. So like writing, 
going dancing, like things that really made my soul feel happy. And I put that list on my mirror and was like, okay, you do one of these things a day and you can get back in bed and eat your ice cream and watch your Netflix. (laughs) Like you've earned it. Mm -hmm. And I started doing that. And then after a while, I was like, okay, two things, two things on this list. And then you can get back in bed and watch your shows. And then after a while, I was like, oh, I don't really feel like I need to get back in bed. And then it was like three things on the list, four things on the list. And the more I did it, the better and better I felt. And it was because I was loving myself. So when people realize that loving yourself is as simple as giving your soul the things it loves, it's a completely life-changing perspective you can have because you're no longer trying to look in the mirror and say, I love you, Gabrielle. You're so wonderful. I'm sending you all this Mm self-love. You're actively doing things each day that are making you feel better. So when you're in a relationship with a significant other or any relationship dynamic, like a mother-daughter or a friendship or a sibling, and you want to make that person experience love from you, you do things like acts of service. You do things that would make them experience love. So when you're talking about self-love, why would you not do those same things for yourself? I love this. You you explained this perfectly because women often ask me, like, how do you build confidence and how do you seem so confident? And I usually say, because I just follow through the promises I give to myself. But it's like, okay, if you have a task, like you were saying, like, it doesn't have to be a huge task. I don't want women to be like, okay, I'll just run a marathon. It doesn't have to be like that. You can just say, I'm going to make my bed every morning. I'm going to make breakfast every morning. I'm going to go to the gym and you don't have to have a full on hit workout. You can just walk. Like I told you, I was walking two hours before yeah. our, uh, conversation because I just felt like I needed to walk. I didn't want to lift weights and stuff that I usually do. And, and then after a while, you're just going to see like, I can do anything I want and everything I set my mind to. And I like to use this analogy of, let's say if you have a job and you have a boss and your boss tells you that you have to send five emails to five people, you're going to do that. And if you don't do that, your boss is going to call you out and he's going to be like, well, why are you not doing this? This is what I told you to do. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to be like, oh, shit, I should do this. So then you're going to do the task that your boss told you to do. So why don't you put yourself in charge? You're the boss of your own life and, you know, your to do lists. And some people are like, oh, what you're putting a to do list, like, oh, make your bed, make your meal just so you can check it off. But like, yeah, why not? Because, you know, if you are going through stuff like this, if you're going through a very traumatic experience, when I was going through my shit, I literally could not smile. Mm-hmm. I, my body could not smile. And when I was going through my therapy, when I was talking to my therapist, she told me, you have to dance 30 minutes every day. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> First off, I'm not a dancer. <laughs> Secondly, I was like, what do you mean? Why? And she said, because your body currently doesn't know how to be happy. So you have to artificially kind of make yourself happy because you're going to start creating all these um, chemicals in your brain, endorphins, whatever. And when you dance, that's what happens. And also she told me like, just smile. She's like, it's going to look super weird, but just like smile because your brain doesn't always know the difference between what's actually funny and, you know, how you feel happy. So I love all of this. I hope that this is going to, I mean, I'm sure this is going to help so many people. I love this. 